This is Rama for today. You know,、uh, I, I pastored nearly twelve years, and I'll be honest with you: every church that I pastored, when I left that church, and because I pastored more than one that twelve-year period, I thought, you know, I just did a good job, jam-up job, <laughs> just splendid, you know. And after I got away from that church and grew up a little more spiritually, you know, I got so embarrassed, I was, I was ashamed to even go back and face the people. I did such a poor job. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on Rama for Today Radio. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Talking about、uh, well, we'll just start right here at the twenty-fifth verse of the seventh chapter. Wherefore he is able, talking about Jesus, under the new covenant, and who has shed his blood and become our high priest, he is able to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. For such a high priest became us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and made higher than the heavens. Who needeth not daily, as those high priests under the old covenant, you see, to offer up sacrifice first. For his own sins, and then for the sins of the people. For this he did once, when he offered up himself. Hallelujah! So therefore he has obtained, praise God, a more excellent ministry. Can you say Amen? amen. Now then, let's skip over for just a moment. To the ninth chapter of Hebrews, and see something further that the writer of the Hebrews had to say about Jesus. But Christ, let's start with eleventh verse. But Christ, being come a high priest of good things to come, by greater and more perfect tabernacle, hallelujah, not made with hands. That is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by His own blood. Hallelujah! He entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and goats And the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling the unclean, sanctify to the purifying of the flesh. How much more? Whoa! Glory to God! How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered Himself without spot to God? Purge your conscience, Hallelujah, from dead works to serve the living God, Hallelujah, Glory to God. Now 
Let's go back for just a moment and hold your place there in Hebrews. I'm coming back to it again in a moment. Notice again, I said that it is precious because of its cleansing power. But if we walk now, now John isn't writing to sinners. We know we, we quote this to sinners very often, but really it belongs to Christians. John didn't write this letter to the world. Are you listening to me? He wrote this letter to the church. But if we walk in the light, see, sinners are not walking in the light. That's the reason they need to come to Jesus and be born again and get in the light. I want you to see something here now. If we walk in the light as he's in the light, what about us? What? We have fellowship with a few. One another. You ever see these folks that sort of pull off and, and sort of have a, a, a secluded, you, you, you know, a little bless me group? Nobody but us. Uh, don't you fellowship with any other Christian. You just stay with us. They're out of fellowship. I said they're out of fellowship. They're out of fellowship with the body of Christ. They're out of fellowship with, with fellow Christians. It is... You, you, you see, as we walk in the light, as he's in the light, because we all make mistakes. That's just a, just human nature. I mean, I mean, th this body is not redeemed yet. Thank God, it's going to be one of these days. So, so there's none of you perfect. You know, I'm about the only one I know of that's really perfect. <laughs> Amen. You know, and I'd have to repent for lying if I really meant that. <laughs> you know, I'm just a joke. It. But you see. And so there are imperfections about us. And we miss it. But if we walk in the light as he's in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of his son, Christ Jesus, Jesus Christ, cleanses us from all sin. See, as long as you walk in the light, even though you missed it, there's a continual cleansing of sin. Now, when you know you missed it, of course you confess it, and he's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. But you know, we miss it a lot of times when we don't even know it. Did you hear me? You know, uh, I, I pastored nearly 12 years. And I'll be honest with you, every church that I pastored, when I left that church, and because I pastored more than one that 12-year period, I thought, you know, I just did a good job, jam-up job. <laughs> just splendid, you know. And after I got away from that church and grew up a little more spiritually, you know, I got so embarrassed, I, I, was, I was ashamed to even go back and face the people I did such a poor job. <laughs> Amen, that's the truth. I just, you know, but thank God, you see, I was, because I was walking all the light I had, well, the Lord cleansed me from that mistake and that fault and that failure and that shortcoming. Are you listening to me? Amen. Are you listening? But there's a thought that I want to emphasize here. As if we walk in the light as he's in the light, we have fellowship with one another. If you're out of fellowship with your brother, you're not walking in the light. And he infers that there's no cleansing of your sin until you get back walking in the light. And if you get off into one of these little groups, you know, that don't fellowship with anybody else, no, we forbid you, we forbid you. Think about that. Some pastor forbid Christians to fellowship with fellow Christians, with their brother and sister. Don't shout me down now because I'm preaching real good because a lot of that stuff's going on. I said, a lot of that stuff's going on. Think about that. Think about that. What would you think of a daddy or a mother that would tell 
one of their children. Don't you have anything to do with your brother and sister? That's the same thing, exactly the same thing. Don't have anything to do with them. Don't you have anything to do with that little, little baby because it's still wearing diapers. See, you don't wear diapers anymore. So don't you ever, don't you even love it? Don't you have anything to do with it because it's still on the bottle. And you see, you're not on the bottle anymore. Don't shout me down now because I'm preaching real good. <laughs> Come on, you might as well say amen. amen. Those folks are out of fellowship. Are you listening to me? They're claiming everybody else is out of fellowship, but they're the ones that's out of fellowship. They need to get right with God. Amen. Amen. Now, I pastored nearly 12 years. I never did tell my people, thank God I had intelligent people. Now, I realized that if a fellow had folks that weren't right bright, that you might have to try to tell them where to go and where not to go. But I had intelligent people, thank God, and spiritual people. And I never did tell them, don't go anywhere. I remember one church I pastored during World War II down in East Texas. And uh, there was uh, a full gospel church of my same full gospel denomination on one side of me three miles this way and another one three miles the other way. My church here right here, you see. Well, the fellow came along that wasn't of our, he's full gospel, all right, but he's not of our full gospel persuasion, you see. And so he puts up a tent right between, and I, I think he had an ulterior motive in it, all right, but that's, that's him and God. I mean, I'm not a judge. Puts his tent up right between me and one of these churches, halfway, you see. Well, I'm visiting, uh, you know, you see, we're all on the same, same street, same highway, actually. It went right through the same town. Amen. And so his tent's right up that, you see. This pastor said to me, what are you going to do about that? And I said, not a thing in the world. Well, I'm going to forbid my people to go. I said, you're foolish. I said, you're foolish. Because just as sure as you tell them not to go, they'll go. Amen. You know, because there's too many spiritual children among us, you know. And, and, and you know, do you, you, you ever come in home, you know, with a sack or package or something, put it up in the closet and say to the kids, now, now you, don't you go in there, especially if it's close to Christmas time. <laughs> and, of course, they don't go anywhere near that. They'd stay completely away. No, no. Just as soon as your back's turned, they're in there. Huh? Did you ever come in just with a sack of groceries or something in the grocery and set it down in the kitchen, you know, on the, on the counter or the table or something and say to a little kid, uh, stay out of there now, don't you get in there. And you go on the next room calling your wife or something, come back in there. And, and of course, they're just standing there looking at that sack. I mean, you know, they never bothered at all. No, no, they're right in it. Well, this man said, I'm going to forbid my people to go. I think that fellow's wrong. Well, I said, I think he's wrong too in some of his teaching. But yet there's so much of it that he's right in. Amen. You can be wrong in your head and right in your heart. No, I said, I'm not even going to mention him. I'm not even going to mention that he's there. Well, he said, he's just as close to you as he is me. I think he's going to build a church and start a church. Well, I said, probably is. I don't know whether he is or not, but there's plenty of people around here, praise God. 
Yeah, but it's time to get some of our members. I said, he's no threat to me. What threat is a mule barn to a grocery store? That's exactly what I said to him. I'm feeding my people. Glory to God. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. First in this month's offer is Kenneth Hagan and Kenneth E. Hagan's book entitled Ministering to Your Family. Next is Kenneth Hagan's three CD series, Avoiding the Trap of Offense. The last item is Lynette Hagan's DVD, Facing Your Goliath. All for the special radio price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, Let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. On the 3 through 5 of April. That's right. We're, we're going to be in Graham, North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, that's at Trailhead Church with Pastors Josh and Anna Grissom. Yes. We're excited about that one. Yeah, we've known Anna all her life. All of her life. And then we're going on up to uh, Hampton, Virginia. Yeah. That's April 6th through the 8th at Victory Life Church with our good friends, Pastor Phil and Barbara Privet. Hey, the reason we're, we're, I mean, I realize this is a month ahead of time. But the reason we're saying that is so you can plan to come there and be with us. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.